another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu, how very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Sydney. And today we've got lots of guests here on this episode of Trial by Stone as we continue our coverage about the Great Conjunction. Of course, you know, you might have heard from us, from Sydney, Jamie, James and myself on the last episode of the previous episode of Trial by Stone, uh, chatting about our experiences with the Great Conjunction. But today, we actually want to hear from the fans. We want to hear, hear from, like, I, I mean, we've, we've all heard what we got up to, but I want to know what everyone else got up to as well. So, yeah. so with us, we've got three guests. We've got um, Hannah, Joe, and Fran, who we actually got a chance to meet them and, and ca- caught up with them a bit throughout the weekend. Woo. So again, yeah, just thank you so much, Hannah, Joe, and Fran, for uh, being on, on the show. Thank you for having us. It's very exciting. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, it's a party today. I love it. I love it when we have big chats, when we have like a whole little group hang going on, because it's just... It's such a nice little continuation of of the conjunction. I can't believe that was a month ago. Who else is like, that was a month ago? It wasn't a month ago. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. It's just a month has gone by and I'm just still thinking about that weekend and just how much of a blast the whole convention, the whole experience was. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, if you'd have told me it was yesterday, I would have believed you. It's still yeah. so fresh <laughs> in my mind because I've just been chaining it over and over and over. Well, those of you who've had to return to other time zones, how long did it, because uh, I, you know, was very blessed and privileged that I was, you know, I only lived about an hour away, so I didn't have to adjust time too, too terribly. But you guys all had to go to different, you know, another world, another time when you came back home. Are you are you back to normal yet? Or do you still feel like you're on L.A. time? How are you doing? I wish I was still on L.A. time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it took about a week for me to get used to being back in the UK. And I was up in like the middle of the night, still thinking about everything and um, just kind of wishing I was back there, really. Trying to get back into the swing of like the routine of being back at university for myself. I just could not get used to it again. It took so long to get back to normal. It was crazy. (laughs) It was a good few days to get back to normal, for sure. And because like, did did you all, did you all... uh attend like the first great conjunction that happened back in february 2020 uh me and hannah did i don't know about did fran were you there no i wasn't there i wasn't there last time can you imagine if she was were you there friend yeah i was there the whole time jeez (laughs) (laughs) thanks a lot guys (laughs) i was over here like i hope not yeah didn't you see me So, so of course, you know, we're flying over to the Great Conjunction. Um, so did you end up getting here like Thursday or Friday or like h- how prepped were you before flying over? We arrived on the 9th, I think. Yeah. It's the Wednesday. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty exactly good. Exactly yeah. a month ago, California time now. So 
Yeah. Wild. But what was kind of odd was how we all booked the same day. And me and James and Zay booked the same flight. And that was just a complete accident. And then Hannah and Fran booked a flight that was like an hour before ours. And we were all just flying on the same day. It's just really weird how that worked out. We met up at the airport before. And I remember we were like, should we just go and have a Cafe Nero beforehand? Just talk about Doc Crystal. Yeah. yeah let's just do that. Well, I just, I walked up to Hannah, didn't I? In Because uh, we'd never met before. And um, she was just like, who are you? Coming up to me in an, just like, randomly in an airport. But I didn't know what Joe looked like because obviously I know his Instagram content and it's mostly your sculptures, isn't it? Your Instagram content. And he came up yeah. to me and I had no idea what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> just some random guy coming there going, Hannah. But that was lovely. <laughs> that was one of the highlights. There was so much of that over the weekend. There was so much of uh, people coming up who we have interacted with via social media but have never like seen their faces and because so much of the of the fandom as we've talked about a million times are are artists and creators there are a lot of people out there who like i've spoken to them via their creator pages so which is usually not a lot of pictures of their actual faces it's usually of their artwork or their sculptures or their puppetry things like that so they'd be like yeah i'm the one who made this oh okay like there were a lot of artists that i that i met that just like oh finally i can put a face and a voice to the amazing things you've made did you guys have a lot of experiences like that as well yeah absolutely me and hannah went to this bar and I remember we were sat in our little booth. We were like, we'll probably stay at this bar for like an hour or two and then we'll go. And Hannah saw this person come in from the bar and she was like, I swear I know her from Instagram. So I'm like, do you? Okay, so she goes up, she goes over and says hi. And I think her name was Becca? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think she does loads of cosplay. She... On the first day, she did a Celadon cosplay at the convention, and on the second day, she did a Deet cosplay, I think. Um, and yeah, we saw her at this bar, and she was like, "Oh my God, it's Hannah! No way!" <laughs> and then we literally just sat with them talking about Dark Crystal on this table for like ages and ages and ages, and it was just so amazing to meet so many other people that like the same thing. So. I think it's safe to say the event started not actually on Saturday. Like technically the event started on Saturday, but it did not start on Saturday. The event started as soon as everyone landed. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've, I've made a point to put some pictures of myself on my Instagram now. So I don't, I don't, don't terrify people at airports anymore. <laughs> you don't scare as many people when you come up to them and start talking about puppets. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, more people know my face now, but I still freak people out a little bit when I do that occasionally. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I can't do that to everybody. Got to remember, you know, read the room. Who wants to hear about puppets? That must have been like that for you two, because lots of people must have come up to you two being like, oh, my God, it's you guys for the podcast. And you'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Phil, I know we both had um, a couple of moments like that not limited to when when you guys came up to us a couple like i had that moment with all three of you guys like wait oh okay <laughs> yes now i know because you know obviously we've never you know met in real life or and there's not a lot of face to face you know of all of us phil and i i think show our faces the most um as opposed to a lot yeah. of our listeners so yeah 
yeah, I know like we've done, yeah, quite a, you know, a few video shows in the, in the past. And so that's probably, yeah, how we're sort of, yeah, a little bit recognizable, um, a little bit, but no, like, I mean, it was, it was fantastic actually. Like you guys were sort of one of my, you know, my favorite highlights of, of the convention of being able to meet, meet you three. And, and, um, I think Hannah, you know, you, you asked me, oh, you know, I'd love for you to sign on that, on the notepad, on yeah. the notebook of yours. So that, that was kind of cool. And it's like, I, I never had, never had signed, you know, anything like specifically, you know, just you know, for the podcast sort of thing. So that was kind of fun, just, you know, saying my name and then writing trial by stone on it. Yeah, so it definitely uh, made us feel yeah, with that. That was awesome. such a great yeah. moment. Uh, yeah. When you were, when you said about us in the last episode, I was so excited. I couldn't believe it. Joe said that you mentioned us and like, just to be mentioned in an episode is like huge. And have to be on an episode is just, you don't understand like how exciting this is. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> well, imagine how it feels to have people excited to talk to you though. Like <laughs> from our end, it's pretty bizarre also that people are like, wow, it's you. Like where, you know, and we just okay, be like, us it. really? <laughs> we just, we're just like semi-professional nerds. Like that's, that's our thing, man. <laughs> Um, so of, um, I know Phil and I were already at the hotel by Friday night. Um, were, were you three already at the Hilton Friday night or did you, so you guys, were you, when did you land at the, at the Hilton specifically and start? So I didn't stay at the Hilton. I stayed at a really dodgy motel on Sunset Boulevard. Oh yeah. I, I kind of messed that up a little. That was, yeah, that wasn't good. It had a security guard stationed outside on a deck chair. And it's just kind of like, yeah, maybe this was a mistake. But it was okay. I survived. You got the real Los Angeles experience then. I got through it. You got like, you got to feel like a local for a minute now. That was, um, so because those of us oh, who stayed 100%. at the Hilton, we got the ritzy experience, but that's not oh, indicative no. of a typical SoCal resident necessarily, unless you're, you know, Louis Leterrier, but <laughs> <laughs> uh but, but but most of us you know if you if you live anywhere near the hollywood area that's you know joe got the more authentic experience so then when did you so yeah. you showed up in the morning on saturday then so yeah that was that was um i got to the, probably about an hour early just to be at the front of the queue um but that yeah that was the first time i went to the hilton was that saturday morning so i got all the pictures of hannah and fran with like victor and they're texting me going, I just saw Lisa Henson or whoever it was walking through the lobby or whatever. And I'm like, no, like I'm ordering myself an Uber Eats from a pizza down the road, like pizza place down the road. And like, like the event's already started for you guys. Yeah, that was the Friday evening. So that was the party that happened in the um, bar. Yeah, the meeting grade. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't know that was happening. So we walked in from a very long day out, like we did some sightseeing and, you know, saw Hollywood and everything and we walked in and I was like I think that's Lisa Henson oh my god and looked around and just saw all of these incredible people that I was just completely starstruck um and I was, just didn't know what to do I was like how do I go and talk to these people like I can't believe that they're just standing there and I did in the end and I talked to Lisa and I nearly melted on the floor <laughs> I was really <laughs> excited to hear about your guys's experience from Friday night because those of us who were like on the crew and working the event and had been planning for this for so long, we knew that there was going to be like sort of a VIP meet and greet on Friday night that, you know, just kind of a early head start on the party for those of us who were involved in it. Um, not that other people weren't allowed. It was just sort of on the Q 
QT, like that, that sort of deal. Yeah, Whereas, on the down low. but I'm yeah. so excited to hear about like, because I was noticing when people who were just there for the con, who were there a night early, who, you know, had splurged to stay at the Hilton and they <laughs> walk in to just like go grab a drink or something. And they notice, wait a minute, the con's already happening. Like, what was that <laughs> yeah. like for you guys? What's going on? For Hannah and, and Fran, like, did, was it sort of just like you just walked into the Hilton and like, oh, everyone's here already. What is going on? It was literally like that. Like when we, obviously we arrived on the Wednesday, I think. I think so. Yeah. I can't really remember now. When we came in and the party was happening in the bar, we kind of came in, we looked to the left of us and we were like, oh my God, oh my God, we'll make a beeline for our room, we'll go up and then we'll come back down. And um, I remember we met this costume designer who worked on the show and we started talking to her for quite a while and she was so happy to like just stand and talk to us and she was like, oh, do you guys want to meet Victor? And we were like, um, yes, please. So she introduced us to Victor and it was really nice how everyone was so eager to talk to yeah. fans of the show. I thought yeah, that was were, really, really nice. Everybody, I, I cannot speak highly enough about this team uh, from both the film and Age of Resistance. I've I've gone on, you guys know, you listen to me, I ramble all the time. Um, <laughs> but everyone's just so excited to hear from people who love what they do. That's, you know, Phil, I'm sure, yeah. you know, like that's part of why we love doing what we do, getting to talk to these people who just, they feel like they get it in the same way that we get it. There, There's no like, I am a celebrity with people like, like Victor or like Neil, um, Louise Gold, who was there from the, the days of the original film, Lisa Maxwell. They just talk to you like they get it. Yeah. That was what it's like with Victor. We stood with Victor for ages and he offered a picture and offered some, because I, I kind of do a bit of puppetry stuff and he gave me so much advice and he was like, send me your stuff. Let me have a look. I'll give you some tips. And I was like, what? We've just walked into this little like reunion of theirs. And I feel like we were kind of like party crashing a bit. <laughs> no. And they were just like, oh, hey guys, welcome. It's <laughs> like, what is going on? It was absolutely surreal. I think one of my favourite parts of that evening was meeting properly meeting Zainab because I hadn't probably kind of met her before. I have talked to her nearly every day, like online and like bugging, like bugging her, like what's happening, what's the event, who are the special guests, please tell me. And I got to meet her and her family and they were all just so lovely and so happy to see us. And I got so emotional when I met her because I just can't believe that she's real and she did all of that. Like she needs a medal or something, that woman. I don't know how she did all of that. Fully, fully agree. We marvel at Zay all the time. She really is a, a superhuman um, in so yeah many yeah ways. especially just being able to pull off this convention like yeah because yeah. I, I don't know when she started it like you know act, like actively started with was like you know i think it was probably towards early to mid or even yeah mid this year that sort of thing so you know for this being wow. able to just accomplish all that in such a short amount of time i, I thought was a, a pretty pretty incredible feat, i mean I, that's for sure yeah i can tell you from all the way back in last year 2021 um she was asking me to start you know thinking about locations because she was like ah you know don't talk about this yet but there's you know i'm thinking about doing something in la for next year can you start giving me some insight about places that would be good and so 
I mean, I'd, I'd been holding on to it for a really long time, (laughs) but let me tell you, she, um, she had been planting those seeds and starting her wheels were already turning for a Hollywood event at least a year ahead of time, at least. Um, that's how long it takes to do this stuff, man. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, and I think especially everything that happened with COVID, that's sort of that sort of derailed things or uh, delay things a lot more. But then, you know, it sort of became a good uh, timing, you know, to to do something this year to celebrate forty years of the Dark Crystal. So, um, yeah, it, it's just been, um, yeah, the Great Conjunction was just an incredible convention that she ran, and um, you know, for a lot of you know, for a lot of us, the Dark Crystal fans, it was like the biggest highlight, biggest dark crystal moment of 2022 um this dark crystal convention that's run by fans so yeah (laughs) so then (laughs) yeah so that was uh friday night so now let's fast forward to the the following morning joe arrived (laughs) and technically the event is (laughs) starting now because it's the day that we bought the tickets for (laughs) so saturday morning how'd that go what happened because I know how it went for us. We were running around in our purple shirts like headless chickens, um, you know, trying to organize everything and make sure all the volunteers were lined up. And but we know what we did. What was it like for those of you who got the badges and were just there to party and not to work? Well, straight away walking in, it was it was clear it was going to be very different to the first one, just because of the sheer scale of it. Um, you know, the the first one was was very very special you know it's such a special thing because it was um you know it's the first time anything like that had taken place but you could just tell straight away this was just going to be on another level in terms of like the size of it and you had the museum and i was and there then, for this one <laughs> and you were there exactly sydney it was amazing like i was just I bumped into you didn't i outside the museum what was that i, I bummed out he didn't i bumped into yes. you I, outside the museum and it was just like sydney it's so strange yeah every time i would reconnect with philip i'd be like did this happen to you too we keep running into people who know us and like phil and i were geeking out so hard i'm like people know who we are it's great yeah (laughs) well i was kind of surprised by the people that remembered me from the first as soon as you said what your um, name was when as soon as you said your last name i was like okay got you yes i haven't seen your face but i know exactly who you are heck yeah (laughs) it's quite a distinctive last name (laughs) um but yeah, it was like, um, you know, I made a beeline for Neil because I wanted to see Neil again. Um, and he recognized me and it's just like, wow, like, I can't believe these people remember my name. Like, how many, you know, how many people did they meet at the last one? And like, it's just really nice when someone like, just in some, it's such a simple thing, isn't it? But it's so nice when someone remembers your name, you know, it's like, just really nice. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, it was just like I didn't really know where to go to start with. It was a bit kind of overwhelming. It's like where do I start? Real um, talk. A lot of us didn't know what to do yeah, just, at that point. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I just remember. Yeah, I was uh, helping you out at the front. You know, when everyone was, you know, getting close to the time, and then I remember going inside. You know, that main expo. You know, kind of section, and yeah, it's just like you know what's the first thing I look at? Cause it's like, you know, there's dark crystal everywhere. It's like, who do I go? Who do I chat to? And all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
so I think it was just like, yeah, I know for myself when I wandered around, I think the first person I saw was Joe, um, Joe, uh, uh, James Lee, uh, from, uh, who wrote the young adult novels. So it's like, you know, I got to, I got to see him a little bit on, on Friday night, but it's like, no, I had to go see him first. So, um, but yeah, it was such a great, yeah, such a great little moment just, yeah, being there. And, um, yeah, so, so you all went to sort of the, the expo and, you know, checked what was there and, all that kind of stuff. What, what um, happened first for you Saturday morning, uh, Fran? Um, well, we were obviously in our hotel room. We were freaking out a little bit because we were like, oh, my God, it's downstairs. The day's actually come. The day we've been waiting for for months. And it was so we walked down. We came in and we were like, oh, my God, there's someone with a dark crystal shirt. Oh, my God, there's someone with a dark crystal shirt. Oh, my God. We were like in heaven. It was insane going from the Hilton two days prior to like this now. And I remember the first thing I noticed when I came through and all the tickets had been checked was there was a band set up in like the lobby area. And it was like such a small thing. Like you don't need to organize. It was that, insane. But having that there yeah. was just so cool. It was like the atmosphere. It got me in the mood. I was like, oh my god. And gosh, they played this the whole so day. Cool. Yeah, it was they the did. whole day. Yeah. And only at an event like this would that happen because, you know speaking as someone who goes to san diego comic-con every year WonderCon, i go to a bunch of california uh, conventions and these ones that the great conjunction was the only one where there's ambient live music playing just constantly that is not a thing that happens um at comic-con it is too big too overwhelming like they might have musical performances that you have to like go and see separately like it's organized like a panel but it's not just, there's not just like a band out entertaining everybody. Um, that it, doesn't happen. Cause that was the thing. Like, cause I don't think I recall hearing like, you know, like music, you know, like music, music inside the main expo section. It was just music coming from, from the band, um, from my memory anyway. So yeah. So that was really cool. They were just sort kind of, of out you know, in the, uh, edition, yeah. out in the lobby, the entrance area for the, um, for the event, um, outside of the the convention floor where you check in your your ticket so it was like i i'm really glad that you guys had the the appropriate experience with that where like as soon as you check in your badge walk through the door that's the first thing you hear um because it's <laughs> that was i was like man that, this must be so cool for the people just showing up <laughs> it was actually quite emotional to be honest because it made it very real it was very kind of like, oh, we're here now. This is happening. And you kind of turned around the corner and that huge hall was just there with all those people, incredible puppeteers and all the people you paid to see were all just standing there. And it was just the music made it very kind of, it tied it all together like perfectly. And the musicians were such lovely people as well. I stood and just stared at them for quite a while because I was just trying to take it all in. And they were just it's so talented it was just oh, and zay could have amazing. just as easily have just like hired a dj to like play music in there and we would have all been like oh that's cool there's music but it wouldn't have been like it would have felt so just like unnecessary whereas when you have real human people playing music that fits the event because i mean how how would you guys describe like the music that was playing just just so everyone who wasn't there is like sort of set the, set the scene for them. It was as if you were walking into like a kind of mystical like bar or something like that. And you were part of this community where all these people come together and they just come together and think, 
Yeah, this is the life. It was like the podlings were playing I, oh, instruments. You read my mind. I was literally just going to say, sometimes it was like the podling band and sometimes it was like the mystics, you know, strumming their little, their little harp, yeah. you know, um, everyone's definitely. nodding yeah. along. Those of you, <laughs> you can't see everyone's like, yes, yes. <laughs> it was definitely like a, yeah. Yeah, that made a huge difference. And um, for, forgive me for not remembering off the top of my head, the name of the musicians, but we will. Um, we will have to put that in the show notes because there's just, it's all scrambling around in our brains at this point, but we will yeah. have to give them. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, that's what I was actually trying to do. I was actually trying to track down the the name of the band that performed. Um, and yeah, I, it's sort of, yeah. Gone. We will yeah, find yeah, it I've and put it in the show the notes to give credit where due because they, they were phenomenal. They were so accommodating. And I will add uh, and one other note about them is that by the end of the event, not to fast forward too much, but like by the end of Sunday, <laughs> when they had sort of gone through their entire repertoire of just like their own original music, dark crystal music, ambient, like Jim Henson adjacent music, they started playing like, I think at one point they did like Metallica. They did, they did songs like pop songs and rock songs, but they were doing it in their style. They, it was like, you wouldn't notice that that's what song it was until you really were listening and like, wait a minute, is that interesting, man? Like, <laughs> um, but it was, you know, on a harp and like played in that same sort of mystic style. Um, and I'll never forget when Dan Dewhurst was, was telling us like, did you listen to what songs they said by the, by the end of the night, the songs were like, I was starting to recognize it. I was <laughs> like, it was really clever how they did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just thought I'd actually uh, pause on our chat for a second uh, because I definitely wanted to give a shout out to the musician. Uh, finally got um, his Instagram, so his name is Nick Folk. So that's Nick Folk, F-O-U-L-K. And um, you can find him on Instagram at Folk Volgelli. Um, so I probably not have pronounced it wrong, um, but it's F-O-U-L-K-V-O-E. G E L I. So um, we'll put the link in the show notes that you can um, uh, follow um, Nick on Instagram, who um, of course was did the um, performed at the Great Conjunction over the weekend. And now back to the chat. It, it, it was cool. I think they actually got to perform a bit on um, on the southern. I mean, I know we're probably going a little bit before, but we'll, you know. But I just want to briefly mention, you know, they got to you know uh, perform on on the Saturday night. Um, at the uh, Henson Company, the the after party, um, so that was really cool. Just yeah, it was just really cool just seeing them there performing, and yeah, it was um yeah, it was it was a great little moment. Like every time walking walking through that lobby and just seeing them, you know, still uh, playing away. So what uh, what kinds of things? How did Saturday go for you guys? Did you do any? Did you go to any panels? Did you just walk around the floor? Was it just figuring out where you were? Like, what was your itinerary? Were you flying by the seat of your pants here <laughs> oh i was definitely uh, i was improvising for sure um i'm not the most organized human being in the world so i kind of just do whatever i feel like at the time um <laughs> but it was just, I, I kind of to be fair on the first day i kind of messed up a little bit because um <clears throat> i kind of had to make a financial decision about what autographs i was going to get you know i wanted to get everybody um, but when the price list went out and I kind of added it all up with the cost of traveling and everything like that, I was just like, right, I'm going to have to be a little sensible here. So, um, I'm just going to get the autographs from the people I haven't had autographs from before. So 
a lot of the guests that, that weren't at the first one. Um, and then I kind of got to thinking, well, you know, I don't really want to take up anyone's time if I'm not going to be buying an autograph from them. And also, you know, there's other guests there that haven't had the opportunity to meet these people before. Um, so it kind of made me a little reluctant to kind of talk to some of the guests in a way because it's kind of like, you know, I don't really want to kind of take up their time. So if I saw them kind of walking around, I spoke to them, but I didn't really go to their tables. And I kind of regret that a little bit because although I'm kind of beating myself about this a little bit, even and I had everyone else's best interests at heart. The second day when I did sort of start to talk to them, I just realized like, you know, they just, no. they don't care. They're just yeah, happy to that's talk That's why to they're me. there. You know, they don't care, you know. Yeah. You know, I had a really nice chat with Lisa Maxwell on the, again, not to jump too far ahead, but on the second day. And I was just like, you know, she's so proud of her involvement with Kira and what that character means to people. And, you know, we had a lovely chat and there was nothing like I felt pressured to pay for an autograph or anything. It just wasn't about that at all. And I was like thinking, oh, yeah, like I know these people and they're not like that. Um, so, yeah, I kind of I wish I'd spent a bit more time talking to people on the first day. really. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's just sort of going around. Um, had a really good chat with Simon J. Williamson in the museum. Just saw him in the museum and, you know, that was really nice. And, yeah, it's just great to kind of, it was more the first day for me, which is more kind of catching mm-hmm. up with people. And, and going into the museum as well. Um, did you I get did... to, like, go in and walk around and see that magic? Yeah, that was that was amazing. I was in there for ages, and I and I still came away wishing I'd spent more time in there. <laughs> so looking at the pictures and just thinking, like you know that those original Skeksis puppets. I mean, I could have just spent all day looking at those. Yeah. So it was just amazing. I know, like I, I that, that was that, that was probably one of my regrets. Is like, yeah, I wish I had spent a bit more time in, in that museum as well. Like I, I know Cindy was actually kind of cool that we actually got to be involved with sort of setting up the museum on on the Friday. Yeah, so night, we did get a little um, bonus time in which, there actually. <laughs> So so we we did get a bit of bonus time. Hands like, on, that, you might say. Sure. But but that, but that, yeah, but there was a part of me where it's just like you know I wish I had a bit more time because um like because uh, I think it was only Sunday I think I actually went in the museum and you know spent you know I think I was there for a good maybe a good half an hour but I was more just watching because I think um they needed someone to watch the entrance of the museum before it sort of opened up um that sort of thing but like even I remember like when I went to um. Uh, the set of puppetry in Atlanta and I pretty much like when I had that dark crystal exhibition I was just pretty much there like the whole day pretty much just just uh, being in awe of these puppets so it's like I wish I had a lot it, it was almost like I needed like another day you know just like just a uh, be in awe of the, the the artistry and just the, the the work that went into each of the creations in in that museum we could especially. say that about that that the entire event we could say that like i just wish it never ended is ultimately like by yeah. the end of the day there's there's nothing there's no part of it that we wouldn't have extended if no. given the chance like yeah we just never wanted it to end is the summary there um no. hannah did you get to go into the museum on saturday um yes and i'm the same i wish i'd spent more time i think i stared at t for about 10 minutes i think she's just such a beautiful beautiful puppet i think it was deep rhiannon hup were at the first uh convention in london um and i got to be very close to them because they were just kind of walking around with them that convention that was insane um but just seeing them kind of with the skexis and with the other other props and costumes and things that were there it was just absolutely magical and i can't believe that they were just there i kind of thought that was a bit like 
what they're just sitting they there just let us look and, at these <laughs> i know and the 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 wall oh my goodness i got a bit emotional i was just like oh, the amount of time i've taken like screenshotting the film and zooming in and trying to see each little kind of carving in the wall and trying to kind of decode it all and just seeing it right there i was just this just what <laughs> I'm still yeah, not over it, that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was such an incredible moment seeing that wall of destiny. Um, yeah, for myself and yeah, like it, even I think um, I, I probably mentioned it last time, but yeah, like I was shocked at how much stuff um, we that there was in that museum. Like I thought it's just going to be you know yeah just Rand Deet and Harp and yeah, yeah I had same. heard about the wall of destiny, but I thought you know that's it. You know, I, like I'd be happy, you know, sort of thing, but just the amount of stuff that was there. It's just like, wow. It was like, they they just brought above and beyond. Yeah. It was like, they just brought as much as they could possibly fit in a truck. (laughs) Like they just stuffed that truck full of lovingly full of as much dark crystal as they possibly could. Um, Fran, what was your favorite, um, your favorite part from the museum? I really liked seeing the Skeksis. Um, I think I'm pretty sure they had the Skeksis models there as well, the original clay models for the heads. Yeah, yeah. Really? From the uh, talking about the molds yeah. that they used. Uh, yeah, the molds that they used to cast um, f- to eventually cast the faces of the puppets. Yeah, but the original, I really liked seeing yeah, the those because I remember the first yeah. time I watched the film and the show, it kept going through my mind. How how do they do that? Like that's actually real that's like a physical object how and then when i saw these molds i was like right okay this is how they do it yeah Uh, they sculpt it first (laughs) yeah it was just amazing seeing it for real like in the flesh it was really really cool yeah seeing the 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 detail in the skexies and the mystics um skin texture you know you can actually see in the clay somebody has put a, a tool to clay and carved every one of those lines um, so meticulously. And uh, I, I'll bring it up every chance I get. In those molds was a naked fizz gig. Did everyone else see the naked fizz gig? No. Because no. <laughs> you didn't catch the naked fizz gig? It's like a shaved oh, fizz gig. <laughs> it was literally just a ball <laughs> with a fizz gig face. And then they had a separate... Um, I'm an I'll, I took I have so many pictures of the naked fizz gig. I was so impressed by it. It just it tickled me so much. It was so funny because it was literally like a hairless fizz gig, <laughs> which was just a sphere with a face. And then they had and then they had a separate um mold or, or a sculpt of just the mouth, the inside of the mouth, the two parts oh of when the mouth is open <laughs> next to the naked fizz gig. Um, so definitely go have another look at the pictures that yeah. people had taken, um, because the, the details are still, I can't believe <laughs> still I finding that. new things as you go back and <laughs> because it was right in front of all the skeptics. Oh. So like they, they kind of stole the thunder. Um, but if you stood there long enough and you looked at him, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that is, it's, it's a hairless face. <laughs> I mean, speaking about things I missed, um, one of the things I actually missed out, um, I think in in the uh, the main you know expo part, and um, I think uh, I've forgotten her name. I think Cheryl or Sh- Sherry. I think it was Sherry, and she had her own table. I, I think she was doing photos and autographs, but I didn't realize that she actually had props. Like she had like the original crystal shards. Yeah, she had the shard. Yeah. Yes, 
and I missed that as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, me too. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know as well. So I'm just like, ah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was um, Sherry Amet. Um, did you she... Did you see the shard? Did you see the shard? Um, Sydney? Or, yeah. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, right? and she was yeah, letting people yeah, touch yeah. it. Yeah. She was actually yeah. letting people uh-huh. touch it. Yeah. Um, and when you first um see it, you assume that it's like she had a, a replica of it because. You know, so many people have have replicas of them or like the one you can get from, I think it was Weta you could get the replica from. Um, but this was the shard. Like it was it was real, actual screen used. And she was fine with just letting, she was like, yeah, just go ahead and hold it. Um, and she had her her son uh, with her uh, as well, who was kind of acting as her, her manager slash personal assistant. Um, and he was just such a lovely person. Um, so I, that was so cool. The, the cool thing was on, on Friday night when she like introduced herself and as soon as she, she said her name and what she did um, for the film, because she was a, like a main designer, like an artistic director. And um, once she said her name, I was like, oh yeah, I know, I know who you are. And, and she was like, you know who I am? She was like, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. didn't think anyone would know um, who she was. She, she was like, I didn't think anyone would be interested in, you know, talking to me and stuff. Cause like, I'm not a famous person. I'm not a celebrity. But like, dude, yeah. you literally <laughs> have the crystal shard on your disc. Like, <laughs> look at who yeah. you are. <laughs> but the but the the thing was, when I went to talk to her, um, she literally just she just wanted to know about me. She was just like, the, the conversation, I was just like, hang on a minute, I'm supposed to be asking you about you, and this whole conversation has just been you asking about me, like, you're, you've got the sides of the table the, yeah, the wrong exactly. way around. She was, she <laughs> like, was so, yeah, she was so fascinated, like, I can't believe all these people are interested in the Dark Crystal, so I think she was just like, I want to know about them, like, why, what kinds of humans are interested in what I do? That's fascinating. So she was like interested in everybody who talked to her. So sweet. Um, but that's that's what I'm talking about, man. Like just about everybody who worked on this franchise, they have that same attitude of like, man, it's so cool that you appreciate what I did. <laughs> we're so we're really lucky that these are the people that make the thing that we love. Yeah, we're so lucky. That we grew up with and yeah. So it was just it was just it just. And, and again, it was just so, so surreal just being in the same building, you know, being yeah. in the same building, you know, all the fans and people that worked on the TV show and the film that started it all um, was just like, oh, wow, you know, this is like a once in a lifetime kind of event that's sort of happening right here, right now. So, um, yeah, so it's just, you know, just sort of taking it all in. And we actually have to wrap up for this episode of Trial by Stone. Um, so this is going to be part one of the chat with Joe, Hannah, and Fran um, talking about um, their weekend experience at the Great Conjunction. So definitely stay tuned for the next uh, couple of episodes, I anticipate, um, as we'll continue dis- chatting about uh, what happened um, on the weekend um, at the Great Conjunction. So definitely stay tuned. And thanks for listening. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com.
Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.